there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. NBA playoffs really kind of hit a bit of a left turn a day ago. We watched Milwaukee somehow without Giannis get by Miami in overtime. 118-115 to keep that series alive. We'll have more on that coming up later on. But the Lakers, and you have to call it a must-win game. Uh, played it it what, was must-win. Absolutely, they had to win that game. Totally. And it was it was a it was a it was a great performance. I mean, they, they've won they won games by bigger margins against the Blazers. But this was a complete day, and this was the the blueprint of how the Lakers, if they're going to win the championship, are going to do it. It's two dominant games from LeBron and Anthony Davis, and it's getting enough from the bench where you have a couple of players step up and score. And, and look, Markeith Morris had a good day yesterday. So did Kyle Kuzma. The Lakers bench was phenomenal. Ray Even John Rondo, Rondo was good. Yeah, Rondo and, yeah. was good and made uh, some some key baskets that they needed. Could obviously they leave them wide open. I mean, they have. Like, totally no respect for Rondo. You know, Houston just says, go ahead. We'll let you hoist it up. And he knocked down a couple that mattered big time. Yeah, this was they, you know, the three of them combined for 39 points off the bench. And this is not a good Laker bench. No matter how you cut it up, it's basically, listen, the Lakers' identification is Le- LeBron and AD, these are the guys that lead the way. And hopefully a couple other guys step up in each game and are able to do it. And this was not really an anomaly, but not something that the Lakers have been able to do with any kind of consistency is, hey, we're, we're, coming, out, we're, we're coming out here and we're going to get the game we need from our stars and we're going to get the game we need from the bench because in the first round when teams aren't as deep you can do that now you're into this round against the Rockets and deepers you need that bench every single game and you know it's it's great that they got what they got yesterday but I still feel like like I, I, I picked the Rockets to win in, in the Did beginning you really? of, the, of the play well I picked the Rockets heat final which I'm going to mention many times on the show today because uh, when we, we did our picks you, for the you um, could mention it all you want it ain't going to happen <laughs> but I, you could mention it all you want I don't know why you would like to expose yourself that 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 I mean I mean it's nice that you went outside the box. Houston is not winning the not getting to the finals. There's two teams ahead of them that just are better. Well, that's the thing, Rob, is that I don't know how long it's going to go for. I mean, I don't know how long I, this may be as good as it gets, you know. So I got okay. I got I, I want you know, people. Know I picked the Rockets and I picked Miami beginning of the playoffs. Doing our we're doing our uh, um, NCAA tournament type uh, uh, contest here at Fox Sports Radio. I just, just want people to know. Yeah, I, I picked the Rockets and the Heat. Yeah, I mean, okay. look and look how look how good it's going right now. Rockets and that was my pick. You know, a lot of everybody else picked Lakers and Clippers and and the I Clippers picked, were my I preseason picked the, pick. I picked the Lakers in, in six games. 
games. I didn't think like some people were like, oh, it's going to be a sweep or five games. I think they underestimate Houston. I think if they make shots, they're a dangerous team. And we saw last night Westbrook just couldn't hit the side of the bar. If he played halfway decent, they would have had a shot at that game. You know, like oh. to, to win that game, you saw it. And he was just he just was awful last night. And um, look at the comeback. They were down 21 early and fought their way all the way back, took the lead, but, but he, just, he just could not make shots. And he's shoot, you know, shooting from the perimeter uh, instead of uh, you know, in, t- in close to the basket where he destroys people, and, and, and they have to live with it. They know what they get with him. Yeah, I feel like the Rockets need a – they need to be able to sit down and say, okay, we're going to have a basketball intervention with you. Because as talented as Westbrook is, he, he's the guy like – when you watch him play for stretches like at the end of games and in big moments when the, a Rockets lead will fritter away or they can't get back in it, it's him being ball dominant and taking bad shots. And the, the thing is, is he's never been a guy to make shots. He's never been, though. If he's not at the basket, he's not right. making a lot of jumpers. And he, and he, and he still does that and the the thing is the Rockets are good enough even without him to be able to win because they move the ball around look the, their small ball lineup is in, in in the perfect spot right now they changed their philosophy right before COVID-19 hit and they won a lot of games in a row right we're going to have everybody on the perimeter which means we can attack anywhere offensively we can guard anybody on the perimeter defensively and it gave teams problems and is that something that can work over the course of 82 games in a marathon playoffs probably not but in a series here where now you're suddenly saying okay we did it for a little bit in March and now we just have to do it for a couple of weeks a few weeks here at the end of August and into September this is the time that can work and and they play really well even without him and when he comes in and is ball dominant it's it's like when you play a pickup game and after five minutes you realize the one guy's going to bring the ball up the court and he's just going to do his own thing with it and you stop playing and, and you just stand around and go okay well why am I going up and down the court he's just going to do his own right, thing. Right, he's going to head, take the ball and, yeah. and dribble, dribble, and put up the shot, and we're just standing around watching, right? Yeah, and that's that's you saw it happen to Harden at the end of a couple of games in the first round against Oklahoma City where he was just standing around. Not because he didn't want the ball, but you could tell he was frustrated with he's just going to dribble and, and he's going to look to pass at the last minute and throw the ball out of bounds or throw the ball where nobody is or he's going to take a bad shot and miss because he's not a shot maker and we're going to have to run back and play defense. And you can tell how frustrating that is. It, they need to sit down with him and say, dude, listen, man, we have other options. You good have luck. to get them the ball. Good okay, luck. You, yeah, I, you, I know what you're saying makes total <laughs> sense, but good luck with that. If you're going to change him at this point, a guy who had, what, triple-double for three years, three seasons, really? You're going to tell him now that he should change his game and do something different? It, it just ain't going to happen. You know, like when they traded for him, you sign up for – you know what you're signing up for, and that's who he is, and there's a couple nights or a couple games or – situations Jason where he'll get you that basket or whatever you know but he he keeps hoisting him up last night was just you would think dude this is not what did he miss six or seven three-pointers last mm-hmm. night yeah this is not what we need you to do but instead some people just can't be uh uh uh, uh fixed into the uh, change to the to the idea of this doesn't work for you or it's not working and you're killing us. Had he made two or three threes, we might be talking about a 2-0 Rockets lead. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that's really how, how much of an impact he had on that game. Listen, because, Rob, you know, I picked the Rockets. So, I mean, I, I, you know, this is, this, is, this is affecting me a bit here now. Is, is that because, you know, oh, I, I, picked, I understand. I picked, I picked the Rockets in the heat. I don't know if you know that. Uh, but uh, thanks th- for like, telling me. It, it's like Westbrook is, even if you can just do it at the end of games and, and, in, and in clutch time where you know that other people get the ball, because the other thing you, you have to do is you have to cut his minutes then. If he can't do it and, and, and you're not in the flow, when he gets into one of those things, okay, you know what, then we have to cut your minutes and you can't do it. Because they have other people that can make shots. And that, that, I get that in, in Oklahoma City that it was, after Kevin Durant left, it was Russell Westbrook and who else do you want handling the ball, right? Who else do you want taking shots, doing everything? You live and die by Westbrook. But at this point, the guy's older. You know, he, he's, he's hitting the back half of his prime now, and he's got to understand that, dude, if you want to win, and this is why you're here, you got 
get we, you got one of the top three players in the NBA to get the basketball to and make sure he's not just taking twelve shots, which is what James Harden put up yesterday. Okay, well, you, 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 the, the, James Harden shooting the ball twelve times, even, and yet it was it was that's like he efficiency. didn't play. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that's like the first quarter normally for I James mean, Harden. Twelve, 12 shots, shots is unbelievable, to be honest. He's got to get. He's got to be able to to say okay. I understand, and I can adjust a little bit. I mean, you're not going like, to like. You're right. You're not going to change who you are, but can you change a little bit? Yeah. And it's time for that meeting with D'Antoni and all the players to go, dude. Listen, this is our time. This is our chance here. Okay, we're we're one one with the Lakers. We could have been up two zip. You have to do a little bit better. You you can't just decide to to do what you're doing and hoist up these shots. You you got to be able to find your teammates because these guys are all going to make shots. You got you got guys coming off the bench that can make shots, but but none of that yesterday. And it's like they have to save him from himself you know like the worst part of of russell westbrook they have to save him from himself to keep it going yep and uh that's where they are and and you know the other part is were they really going to supposed to be up 2-0 no i i think that they're right where they are and and as you move forward jason you have to hope that they can figure it out and and maybe west they could just stress to westbrook how much more important he is if he can be, you know, at the rim and doing damage from there like like he's done in the past and, and not live out on a perimeter. And also, I, I, I agree. I mean, Harden had a big game in game one, right? He shot the ball. He needs to shoot the ball. That, that number of shots, what do you have, 13? 13 mm-hmm. shots is not good enough for, for him. They, they just need more. And uh, – He's so lethal, and, you know, if he gets on a hot streak, and we've seen his bad streaks too in the postseason. But uh, I I expect this to be a series. Uh, It's 1-1 is probably where it should be. How do you feel about the Lakers overall? Where where, where they sit right now, 1-1, it it was a little tougher than expected series with Portland, but they figured it out. And here they are, 1-1 with the Rockets in a series that that it could be worse for them right now. How do you feel about it? Yeah, I I think the Lakers, again, the the problem is – they're very inconsistent, and you were talking about it before, not really knowing what you could get off the bench, you know what I mean? Like uh, game one, they got nothing, you know, and, and then they got a great, a great games off the bench uh, it, last night in game two. So we kind of know what the top two, I always say they're top heavy, and, and that's why I don't think they're, they're like a good matchup when it comes to the Clippers because the Clippers are 10 deep, and you know basically what you can get, even in that Clippers game, uh, you could think about uh, Kawhi will probably never play that poorly again. Would you Would you agree with that? Pro- I mean, oh yeah, sure. I mean, and and if you were the Clippers, they lost by what? What they lose by? Like ten or whatever. Mm-hmm. But but he was awful. He didn't have any points in the fourth quarter. This is a guy who was shooting sixty four and a half percent from uh, inside the two during the postseason. Sixty four and a half percent, and he had a stinker. And and you know it it hurt them. But you look at the rest of the guys, they never stop playing. That That's a team that's just different from the Lakers because they are so deep. So I just think the Lakers are where they are. And this crash course between a collision course, I should say, that we all expected between the Lakers and Clippers will happen. And it's not going to be easy for either team. I, I expect both to play in six games. And then we'll see them in the Western Conference Finals. You know, that, that's, the, that's the best thing about the playoffs you can say for everybody is that usually you get to the playoffs at, at this point in the NBA playoffs, a normal season where we're not talking about a, 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 a stop and COVID and handling the bubble and all these other things that, that are affecting the, the play on the court and that you have the complete teams by now. And you say, okay, so-and-so has figured it out. They have their identity. There's really no weaknesses. And, and those are the teams. But even the big-time content, they all have weaknesses. You know, we want like this is this is the Lakers. If they don't get anything from their bench, they can have LeBron and AD combined for fifty, and they're going to lose. Right. You know, conversely, the the Clippers. We've seen them put up stinkers and and, and trying they're still trying to figure each other out because they've not really played together at all. And and you know, you go up and down. Look how flawed Milwaukee is. They're down three one. They're lucky they're still in the series. Everybody is flawed. So so that's the that's maybe the best. Boston part was for up two zero, dominating, and now mm-hmm. look where they are. They're in a dogfight, right? I mean. They, they were like a, a half a second away from being up 3-0 and in the driver's seat, and now they're fighting for their lives. Who has the more confidence now? Toronto does, right, mm-hmm. if, if, in that series. So you're right. 
I mean, it's it, the, the way the playoffs go. It's it's great that we can see, hey, it's hard to see who's going to be there. In the end, the NBA is, okay, well, let's get the big market teams there. Let's get the big stars there, what we can do. Let's make sure we try to do that. Uh, but the whole thing is that yeah, everybody is flawed. It's like, could the Lakers win the title? Absolutely. I could see that. I could see LeBron and AD, and LeBron had saved all his energy for this time and doing it, and I could see the Lakers flaming out and losing to the Rockets and going, wow, look what happened there. Look at James Harden, you know, being able to score 40 uh, per game and taking over. I could see it happening for everybody. For the Clippers, I could see them winning. I can see them coming to a big halt and Doc Rivers is saying, well, what, what, what do you want me to do? I mean, really anything is out there for the NBA this season, this playoffs. It has been some kind of fun. Uh, we'll have more on the NBA playoffs coming up in a bit. Jason Smith and Rob Parker in for Dan and the Danettes today, but one big thing, Rob, that, that really is amazing is people are going to wake up today and suddenly things are going to be different because we're into week one of the National Football League. It's, ama- it's, it's, it's amazing that we got here, but here we are. Now we're going to be previewing the Thursday night game. We're going to be talking about re- foot finally games going on, and we're getting ready into week one, and there's all this big NFL news. It, it doesn't even seem real that the NFL regular season is here. You know what I'm saying? No, I, I'm, I'm with you. Here we are. It's weird because there were no preseason games, so it just didn't – you know what I mean? Like it was like absent – and even camp this year wasn't as as talked about to me as in years gone by. Am I right about that? Just no. It was definitely you. different. Definitely. Yeah. There's there's no games to hold on to. There's no hey, how is so and so real? You know, is this guy going to be a big player for us this year? What about this third round draft pick? The the normal excitement you get because you couldn't see your guys play, and they could you couldn't really evaluate. It was it was a it was a really weird preseason, and it's like okay, am I going to really buy into the fact that Joe Burrow was six of six? You know, to, wow, look how Joe Burrow was six of six today. That's really good. He's going to be a superstar. It's like no, it's just it's one afternoon at camp. It, 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 it has been very, very strange, but it doesn't matter because the footballs fly for real this week, and we've made it. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody. Game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too? It's funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find. That's not just a household item. Wow, you know I mean? even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, Okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and 
holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling, only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. There is some news out of the National Football League this morning, and this is not a surprise. Uh, The Miami Dolphins have officially named Ryan Fitzpatrick. Their starting quarterback for week one, Tua Tungavailoa, will be the backup to begin the season. Uh, So far, this has been kind of what we expected. Look, Josh Rosen uh, was beaten out for the job, so the Dolphins let him go. He's going to start his career, uh, try to jumpstart it again for the third time. Um, But Fitzpatrick is starting, and Tua is going to be the backup, and I can already tell uh, you're a little upset about that. It's just a, it's just wasted snaps on Fitzpatrick. We we already know we've seen that movie, and, and it's a horror movie at the end. So we so we've seen it. <laughs> I'm just sorry, Jason. Why? You know, like this is a different NFL. If this was ten years ago or whatever, when Aaron Rodgers sat behind uh, Brett Favre for three years, you know, like it's just not that league anymore, guys. You put in. Right away, and you know how you learn to play in the NFL? You play. You can practice all you want. You need to get out there. What? What? What is? What? What is that going to uh, change or help or whatever? It just doesn't make sense. Put the kid in there, and 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 let him learn how to play in the NFL. And just you know, it might not be good, might not be pretty early, but he's a talent. So I don't understand the whole notion of doing it and, and why. Why draft a guy? What well, This guy's your future. If he's healthy and everything's cool and, uh, and, and you know, he's showing you that he can play, uh, he's got to get his lumps. Joe Burrow's playing, right? Just put him in. Just put him in and let's see what we got. I, 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 I'm, I'm against this. Well, here, here's, where I, here's where I disagree with you. I think in a normal season, I would say, yeah, because, you know, look, guys you draft early in the first round, they have to play. And that, it's, it's no longer, even, even now, when I hear an executive say, oh, like last year with Dave Gettleman, if uh, Daniel Jones may not play for like three years, you know, he, he may not be the star. Come on, really? You took the guy number six overall. He's going to play. He's going to play early. Just stop, you know, trying to give me that lip service. But the fact that they couldn't really evaluate Tua in, in the preseason because there were no games. You know, there were no games. There were no controlled scrimmages with other teams. There, there was none of that. So they know, listen, we're in it this year to try to get Tua to be our starting quarterback in, in the smoothest way possible. And if we throw him out there at the beginning of the season with no game tape to look at, how did this guy really uh, look at when, when, when the footballs were flying for real? Because that's the difference between a, a rookie player and other players in the league is, Rookies only know one way to play, right? I mean, they're going to come in and play in the preseason like they're playing for the national championship in college football, right? So you get an honest evaluation of those rookies because they don't know another speed where the veterans are going to say, listen, I'm here. I'm going to put in, you know, eight or ten snaps and we're all good. And then I'm walking off the field. So I want to make sure we're working on things okay. So if he comes in, they could get an evaluation and say, hey, listen, the game's not too big for him. He can be our starter. But it's such an unknown, and if they throw him in right now off off the off the top, and he really struggles, and and his head is on a swivel, then they got to pull him out, and they got to go to Fitzpatrick, and they got to rebuild his confidence, and they got to let him sit and watch games for a few weeks, and suddenly, now that's off to a rocky start. Tua goes in, and he's supposed to be great, and he's not, and then doubt creeps in. What's it going to be? And then you got to massage his ego and take him along a bit. No, I completely get the Dolphins doing it this See? way, just because eventually they know Tua is going to be the quarterback. They know they're not going to win the Super Bowl this year, so Fitzpatrick will play until two is ready or Fitzpatrick turns back into Ryan Fitzpatrick, which is the first couple of games where he has one touchdown and four picks, and they go, okay, we're moving on. But I, 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 I get why they're doing it this way. See, I, I, I totally disagree. And, and first of all, they have all the tape. They've seen this kid play. Number two, in football, you win your job in practice because there's more practice than there are 
uh, uh, games, actual games. It, it's unlike any other sport. You practice more. So guys win their jobs in practice. That was always the knock on why, you know, people were talking about Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow didn't, wasn't a good practice player. And people used to say, like, why he, does he get these opportunities when he doesn't practice well? And, and that's my point. You're watching the guy throw the football. You're, you're running drills. You know what he can do. But you already know, to me, Anytime you give Fitzpatrick snaps, they're wasted. They're they're just wasted. And Tua can use those snaps to learn in the heat of the battle. Like I said, unless you really think, all right, we drafted him and we're not sure about him or we're questioning him or he hasn't picked up something or if there's something like that. But if you're telling me he knows the offense, he knows what he's doing, we've watched him day in and day out in practice – he should be out there from day one. I just I don't believe in bringing people along. You know, ultimately you got to play in the game, Jason, and and that's where you learn. And no snaps are valuable. You wait and waste uh, four, five, six games on a guy who's not going to get you anywhere. In Fitzpatrick, and you know he turns into Fitz. Uh, pumpkin, uh, five or six games in, and and we've seen it everywhere he's been. So what is the point on wasting snaps? That That's just me. I would put the kid in, and even if he struggles, they lose, things don't work out, it doesn't mean it's the end of the world. He's a rookie. He has to understand that. And as long as he's progressing and, and putting in the work that needs to be done, I'm fine with that. And I don't think anybody in Miami would expect him to set the, the NFL on fire uh, the first 10 games or whatever. They understand he's a rookie. He's got to learn. But the Fitzpatrick wasted snaps, I, I, I'm totally against it. Well, here's the, here's the other part of it, too, is that look at the beginning of the regular season that the Dolphins have, right? And, and here's where I, 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 I hope you, that, that I can bring you to my side. I don't think I'll be able to. But week one, they play at New England. And we've seen what Belichick has done throughout his career to rookie quarterbacks. So welcome to the NFL, Tua, and you're going to lose to the bet. You're going to put up three points, and the Patriots are going to make you look like your head is spinning. Then you're home for the Bills, one of the top three defenses in the NFL. Then you play at Jacksonville. Then you got the Seahawks, the 49ers, and the Broncos. Those are three really, really difficult defenses. So I, I don't know that you're putting him in with a chance to succeed. You're putting him in more of the chance of, hey, you know what? We, we don't want him to come in and start and have every week being an elite defense because that's going to stunt his growth. So if the schedule is a little bit different, because you get to the middle of the season, they play the Cardinals, they play the Jets in back-to-back games, they play the Bengals. Uh, okay, if they, that was the beginning of the season, maybe things could be different. But boy, that is a really daunting regular season beginning the defenses they're playing against uh, to say okay to a go get it and go win us some games I, okay I think that's so really what if he goes out there in week one and beats New England and Bill Belichick then then does that help the kids confidence or does that make him make him feel like okay well like we got something I mean it, it it's the reverse it can be the other side of the coin as well and those things could work out or even if he doesn't win or plays well or puts up some points I mean I, I just look at it as uh, you you don't learn how to play in the NFL until you're in actual games. You can practice all you want. It's about the games. And there's so few of them. Why waste any snaps on somebody who's not your long-term future? If if the kid struggle or he's just so terrible and you have to take him out and re-evaluate where he is, I would buy that. And I don't think it would be crush him and he would think, oh, my God, I can't play and this is the end of my career after three or four bad games or four or five bad games or something like that. I, I, I just, it doesn't sit right with me. Not, not in today's NFL where, you know, everybody jumps in to the pool as soon as they get to the picnic. That's just how it is now. <laughs> you, you know that. You jumped in the pool yesterday in, in Woodland hey. Hills, 120 degrees. Did you wait around? Did you say, nah, I'm not going to get right in. I'll walk around the barbecue or I'll flip some burgers at the grill at 120 degrees, and then maybe I'll get into the pool later on. Oh, no, no, no. I walked in, bathing suit already. It's one of those where you wear the bathing suit in the car going over, yes. so you don't have to worry about and changing. just jump in. Oh, no, no. It's 120 degrees. Like, hey, it's, oh, the pool looks great. Yeah, the pool is great. Yeah, I'll go in. Oh, because my daughter wanted to go in. I'll go in. I'll go in with Zoe. I'll go in for a little bit. Pam, you, you take it easy. I'll go in with Zoe. Right, And it was like walking right into bath water. I'm just going to hang out in here for a while. It is hot. <laughs> 
Uh, Jason Smith, Rob Parker, in for Dan and the Danettes today here on Fox Sports Radio. Yes, I braved that 120-degree heat in Woodland Hills yesterday. Uh, we got Dave Wanstead coming up in a few minutes to talk football, so that'll be have more NFL conversation on the way. But, you know, we mentioned a few minutes ago uh, where the NBA playoffs sit. We talked a lot about the Lakers and the Rockets last hour on the show. Has there been any superstar that's had a worse last few days than Giannis? I mean, you look at what his reputation has been, Rob, the last few days. He's the MVP of the league. They're out in their first-round series with Orlando is in the books, and here's Giannis on his way to the finals. And now you go four games later, and Milwaukee, who wins in overtime over the Heat yesterday, the Heat, who I picked to go to the finals, by the way. Just wanted to remind you I said that. Uh, They finally find a way to win a game in which Giannis – misses the majority of the game. And, you know, the, he leaves the game in the second quarter. Middleton takes over. Jimmy Butler even said after the game, listen, we relaxed when Giannis came out of the game. But in, in the span of a week, he's gone from, this is the guy we, we, who's going to carry the mantle with the NBA with him, the next great superstar, MVP's defensive player of the year. And now they want to pull the MVP away from the guy because he's not found a way to, to lead Milwaukee into, into what could even be the third round of the playoffs. And the only game they've one in this series has been where he hasn't played the majority of it. Yeah, I get it. I just think it's so easy to pile on uh, Giannis, and 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 I get it. He has to improve as great of a player as he is. There's things that he needs to uh, change up and fix. Let's let's not be let's not let's not. This guy is so young. Michael Jordan went through seven years before he broke through. I remember I covered the NBA back then, Jason. Yeah, this is the old-timer talking about the days of covering the NBA back. I started in 1987 covering the NBA. Do you know what they used to say about Michael Jordan early on in his career? That he's a great player, but he doesn't make his teammates better. And yes, he's a great dunker, but he'll never win a championship. I used to remember hearing that and reading that about Michael Jordan. This is a total overreaction. Do you remember LeBron James in the early days in Cleveland when they would win games and then and then struggle and get knocked out by the Magic? Do you remember that? That, mm-hmm. that year when everybody was all hyped about LeBron and, and, and the Cavaliers and they got knocked out by the Orlando Magic and 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 Turker glue and um, you know and and um, Dwight Howard. Do you remember those days? So mm-hmm. people need to pump the brakes. And all you people out there, because I'm going to trash you, who are talking about Giannis doesn't deserve the MVP and see he's not an MVP and see uh, LeBron is the real MVP and all that other nonsense. It's a regular season award. He was by far the best player. Uh, this past NBA season. And here's the other part. Stop with the LeBron should be the MVP. Not only did Anthony Davis led the Lakers in every offense, every category, except assists. And yet people are saying that LeBron was the MVP. He wasn't. Giannis was the MVP. I get the frustration. It's not a all season, regular season, and postseason award. That's why they're separate MVPs, Jason. I don't understand why people are attacking this guy. A lot of young guys have struggled, and I'm talking about stars, have struggled early on before it happens for them. This is not the end for Giannis. He will have to get better, and if they add another good player, like another top-line player to go along with him, he can win. I don't believe that this guy can't win. No, I, I look at Giannis as and you talk about regular season excellence, and that, that's kind of how I see him is he reminds me of Peyton Manning in that Peyton Manning had one level of play, right? He prepared for week six of the NFL like it was the AFC championship game, right? You got the same thing. There was no drop-off for Peyton Manning in week seven, week eight. He prepared every single week like it was the AFC title game or the Super Bowl. And so what happened? When Peyton Manning's team got to the playoffs, all these other teams took a step up and 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 adjusted their game and, and and took a step up in level. Peyton Manning never had that next level to get to because that's the level he played at. And as a result, his playoff record was 500, right? He was 12 and 13 in the playoffs. Yes, he won two Super Bowls. The second one he won by accident. Brock Osweiler could have won that Super Bowl. But that's why Peyton Manning struggled. He had the one level of excellence, and he never found a way to be able to combat with the way teams change and the elite level of teams they're playing in the playoffs. And that's kind of how I see Giannis is that, look, he's playing 
played at this incredibly high level, and, and you get the same great day out of Giannis every single day, whether it's you know a, fe- a idle Friday in the regular season or you're talking about in the playoffs, where the big stars and the big you know LeBron James knows when okay I can take some time here and now I because I, I got to have my body ready for the playoffs. Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, same thing with all these guys. Giannis has that one speed, and, but now in the playoffs when you're playing teams that are deeper, that are taking steps up, and look at the step up the Heat took, who I, I picked to go to the finals by the way. Yes, thanks uh, for know, reminding me. They're deep, they're tough. Th- this is their time. Jimmy Butler's turned into the the leader that other teams have always hoped he was going to be what did we see from Giannis first couple of games I'm going to dribble to the middle of the floor and and what's going to happen there's going to be three guys meeting me in the paint and he's not been able to get the ball out he's not been able to adjust his game to get to the point where okay I can make my teammates better here against the Miami Heat and that's kind of how I see him in that he's got to evolve once you get to the playoffs and things change because seeing him play in the regular season I'm getting the same guy in the playoffs and that'll work for a little while but the better and deeper teams get and figure out a way to stop you, if you can't adjust then, well, then that, that's the type of playoff success you're going to have. And that's what Giannis is looking, looking ahead at if he doesn't, if he's not able to change and adjust. And as you talked about, making his teammates better. I, I, I just think that it's just that, I mean, they, they went to the Eastern Conference Finals last year, and it's just amazing on, on where people are. When they were up 2-0 to Toronto, uh, do you remember that? Go back mm-hmm. and read the stories about Giannis and, and how this guy is, uh, is the next great uh, thing and, and, and what a juggernaut they got and all the other things. And now, now they lost the next four to Toronto, and Toronto wound up winning the championship. But it's just funny how when people don't succeed in the postseason, it's like this ultra-negative, like he can't win. I remember when Michael Jordan scored 63 points against the Celtics and lost and and people just said, oh, well, yeah, he scored, but he can't win. And I'm not saying Giannis is Michael Jordan. I'm not. And does he need to improve, Jason, in certain things? Yes. Does he need a go-to shot? Does he need to a move or something? Yes, he, he does. Because um, most teams will let him shoot from the perimeter, like the, the three-point line all day, you know, if, if that's what he wants to take. And that's not, not where you want him. You want him to be able to be able to score baskets in the half court uh, when when they're ready to, to, to defend you and they know the ball's coming to you. You have to have one of those moves in the postseason. But I just don't think that it's the end-all, be-all, like he can't improve. He's too young. He's too good. This guy's going to have back-to-back MVPs, and it's just a matter of the getting the right coaching as well. In that terrible fourth quarter that they had in, what was that, game three, I think they had 13 points, no free throws. And then you got to look at the coach in there. Budenheiser, didn't he, didn't he have the same kind of issue in Atlanta, right? You remember, they have great regular season and mm-hmm. then struggled in the playoffs. So maybe, maybe they, he doesn't have the right coach yet to get him in the right situation or to help him during, when it comes playoff time. So, Jason, I'm not giving up on Giannis. I'm all in on Giannis. I think he's a phenomenal talent. He's young, and all it's going to take is the right coaching. And if he's willing to put in the work to get that signature move in the paint when they need a basket, then then I, I still believe they can win. Hey, wait, I think Phil Jackson's calling in. He wants to tie it up. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. 
You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Dave Wanstead joining us now on the hotline. Uh, former Super Bowl champion, football analyst at Fox Sports, NBC Sports Chicago, Big Ten Network. He is a busy guy. You can follow him on Twitter, at Coach Wanstead. Coach, welcome to the show. What's up? Thank you uh, much. Appreciate being on. Uh, yeah, I'm almost as busy as I've been with no Big Ten football uh, Got a little void this year, guys, so we'll see what happens. But, uh, uh, yeah, the NFL is kicking off, and that's exciting because we'll start our shows. I'm on the uh, on 11, uh, will be 11 o'clock uh, Eastern time kickoff show with Carissa Thompson and Tony Gonzalez, Michael Vick, and Colin Kyron. So we're anxious to get started with our show this week. That, that'll be fun. Uh, uh, the one thing, you know, with the COVID, we don't, you know, and, and uh, so far – it's been a lot of testing, and it's been good. The players have uh, been been uh, no no positive test. But Dave, the, the league announced that they will not test uh, game day. Does that make sense? You've done all the testing; it's worked out. Why would you not test game day uh, just to make sure that somebody's not going to be on the field? You know what I mean? Or come down with it? Does that make sense to you? Or, or why not game day? No, you know what I think. I w- I've been up to the Bears' practices, uh, and I'll I tell you what, yes, the NFL has done a fantastic job of setting up protocol, and and then each owner and each organization has followed suit. But I'll tell you who I'm going to give credit to is the players. I mean, they were jogging out to practice, and these guys were all wearing their masks. I mean, and I think the way they're going to have it set up, talking to Matt Nagy and, and Chuck Pagano a little bit up there in Chicago – you know, it's going to be such a tight ship uh, from the standpoint of night before the game, you know, it, 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 as far as meals, as far as meetings, as far as travel. I really think the combination of the protocol that they're going to have for the players and the players themselves, obviously it's going to be on them. I think they understand the uh, the importance of, of, you know, hey, everybody uh, will fall in the roles and let's make sure that we can get this season done. Hey, hey, Jason. Let me just jump in with a follow-up. Since you, uh, uh, coach, was at you were at the Bears, and you got to see them, and Mitch Trubisky was named the starter. Uh, who finishes the season? Will Mitch Trubisky be the fit, you know finish the season, or will it be Nick Foles? Because we've seen Mitch struggle, and Nick seems to be a better quarterback when he comes in in relief. Who's going to be the, who finishes the Bears season as quarterback? Well, I think it all depends, <clears throat> and I have been one of the few, and I do several shows here in Chicago, going back to last year, I have always been a Mitch Trubisky, I don't want to say fan, but I believe that you can get to the playoffs with Mitch Trubisky. But you have to do what Mitch does best, 
and he can make plays with his feet, whether it's designed running plays, you know, the spread offense or quick throws or rolling them out of the pocket. But you got to do enough of that stuff. He's, I don't think he's a drop back, you know, read the whole coverage five times across the board and, and make a good decision. So I think if they use him wisely and run the ball and give that defense a chance, Mitch can survive this season. And the Bears will be a playoff team, and I really do believe that. Now, it's a nice insurance policy. I'm, I'm glad that they're going to start Mitch. I think he deserves it. And uh, But it's nice, nice insurance policy to have Nick Foles on, as your backup, I think. Uh, elsewhere, quarterback-wise, Coach, uh, earlier this morning, Cam Newton was on uh, uh, Radio WEI in Boston, and he said this is a match made in heaven, uh, him and the <laughs> New England Patriots. Are, are you buying the I match love- made in heaven? Uh, you know what? For for this year, I am. I said this when when he was sitting out there uh, and he wasn't signed early on in the free agency period. I said to several people, I said, you know, he's going to end up in New England with Belichick. And I said, for one year, he's going to get in there. And and we all know. I mean, you know, Cam's been a, a Super Bowl MVP or Super Bowl quarterback and MVP in the league. The, the guy has ability to, to win big time, not just win a game, win big time. And I think that uh, up there, that it's just going to be a sense of urgency. I look for Cam Newton to have, I don't know if it's made in heaven or not, we'll see, you know, but it's, he's going to have a great year. I really believe that. Dave, I, in Miami, uh, Fitzpatrick uh, is starting instead of two, uh, I look at it as wasted snaps. The only way you learn how to play in the NFL, you're going to have to get out there and play. Arizona put Kyler Murray in right from the start. They didn't have a great team. They weren't expected to do much. Uh, he had 20 touchdowns, 12 interceptions uh, his rookie year. Is this the right decision? Why, why waste snaps on Fitzpatrick? You know what he is. And, and why not put two in just from the start? That's what this league is now. Well, I, I think, you know, if you read between the lines – and I talk to people in Miami, I think that with them getting rid of Josh Rosen, I think that was a real statement that Tua is the guy, obviously. And, you know, we don't know. Without preseason games, guys, and without the practices being open, we really don't know how far along Tua is, you know, from uh, learning the offense. And, and, you know, we see a couple plays on highlights. I mean, you know, you can pull those plays – it, with with everybody's got a couple plays like that. So how far along is he with the offense and being able to win for him? Obviously, they think he's not far along. You know, to the point where everybody's comfortable. And hey, and the players know. Trust me, the quickest way to lose a locker room is stick a kid in there at any position, then alone quarterback. And the rest of your team who has been at practice, and and they say, coach, this guy's not going to give us a chance to win. So I think we got to give him the benefit of the doubt and say at this point, Patrick's gives him the best chance to win because that is their attitude in Miami. They're trying to win games right now. Hey, Coach, lastly for me, we, we finally saw the Jadavian Clowney saga come to an end this weekend. He's one year with the Tennessee Titans. Is he still the big difference maker we thought he was? Well, I, you know, yes, I, I think that he'll bring something to the table. I didn't realize that the relationship was – I read an article where he turned down less money to go to the Titans because he wanted to be with Vrabel. I did not realize really that that relationship was as strong as, as what it, it's made out to be. And if, if you have that incentive, I think each guy, uh, you know, there's just a little bit more – between the two relationship-wise, and I think both of them will get the maximum out of that situation, and I look for him to make an impact. I mean, they're, uh, they're obviously a playoff team, so I think he'll add something to that defense, absolutely. Dave, the Kansas City Chiefs, I get it. They win their first Super Bowl since Moby Dick was a guppy, and they, you know, so I get all the <laughs> excitement. But the talk about they're a dynasty and they're going to win six or seven Super Bowls in a row and – all the other talk, how hard it is to repeat in the NFL. I, I like Baltimore better than Kansas City in the AFC. Where are you in the AFC? What team do you like the best? 
You know what? I'm I, I'm on the Steelers bandwagon. I truly what? am. I, what would old I, Big Ben playing like Uncle Ben? What? <laughs> okay, okay. That's why we play the. What, what's that old expression? That's why we play the game, yep. right? So uh, you know what? I mean, that Steelers defense. They they've just got to get a running game going a little bit more consistent. I think James Conner's been hurt so much, but yeah, they're talking dynasty, and I think because of having a young quarterback. Uh, and we used to use this expression, let's get players that do things that you don't have to coach. And that's when I look at Patrick Mahomes, that's what I see. You know what I mean? Obviously, running the ball, throwing the ball. Where I, I think Baltimore, you know, they're going to run that system. And, hey, L- Lamar Jackson's going to make guys miss. He's such a fabulous athlete. I mean, the best athlete. But I do think scheme-wise, uh, the people may catch up to Baltimore a little bit quicker where Kansas City, I mean, Patrick Mahomes, I mean, he can beat you about four different ways. You can follow him on Twitter, at Coach Wanstead. That is at Coach Wanstead, getting ready for week one of the NFL. Uh, Coach, as always, appreciate your time with us here on Fox. Have fun. We'll talk to you That's soon. That's right. Talk to you soon, Dave. Okay, guys. Thank you. Bye-bye. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.